Thank you for choosing to listen to this message. At Coastal, we believe in changing and enriching lives through the power of the Word. We pray that this message would be a blessing to you. Come from? You brought all your family. Fantastic. It's great to have you, everybody here, and obviously they're extended family, and I've said to, hello to a bunch, and I've forgotten all your names already, but uh, hi anyway, Merry Christmas, and if I don't catch you, have a fabulous day tomorrow. Just be mindful of it. How is this cold weather? God have mercy on the Floridians, hey? It is a little nippy for me, and uh, I thought I had a trial run over Thanksgiving when I was with my kids up there in Aspen, uh, but no, I still have to practice a lot more as an African, but uh, praise the Lord. Hey... Surely, hello. Ronald, you never heard me preach in my life, in your life. Oh, good Lord, have mercy on, on me. Under pressure today to preach, hallelujah. Well, no pressure, no pressure, hallelujah. So listen, we have um, sunrise service. Uh, this ne- next week, we're going to have a um, Saturday uh, New Year's Eve service again. And just because I know what kind of things you're going to get up to and midnight and trying to Watch the fireworks and all that stuff, and so you may not be in your right mind to come and worship, so we're going to worship before you get into anything you're going to be doing on that night. So uh, we got a Christmas Eve, 6 to 7, exactly like this. And um, so, But I also want to say that um, a couple of folk are, are wanting to have a rise with the Lord, which will be a sunrise on New Year's Day, and it's going to be just outside by Tortugas, um, and it's going to be... A, Sunrise is going to be at 7.19, according to the Google, or Sarah series told me that that's what's going to happen. And so come there with prayer, come there with a notebook, come there with your digital device, come and journal, come and pray, come and see the new year in, and, uh, and guys will bring the deck chairs, so join whoever, those that want to get the word out there, and so the guys are going to be there at 7.19 is when the sun's going to rise, so you can peg your spot and on the beach, and uh, let's just uh, welcome the Lord into this new year like we uh, are anticipating and leading forward into it. Excited to share the word with you. We've been bathing ourselves in the Christmas message all December, and so it's just just a a continuation this evening as I get get to just thank God for His goodness. Our theme this year has been the year of God's goodness and the goodness of Christmas and what it means to us. And so we're really excited just to be able to close the message off this evening. And I've been speaking about Emmanuel, God with us. And he is with us. And so it comes from Isaiah 7, 14, where um, uh, the book of Matthew recites that prophecy that took 700, was uh, said 700 years before. And I just want to read it to us this, this evening here. Matthew chapter 1, verse 23 says, look, it's telling the readers, look. This prophecy that took place 700 years ago is, has taken place, and it's here. It says, look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. He's just not with us, but God is with us. And it's just a, uh, it's, when you try and get your head around that, it's quite difficult that you realize that this awesome God had made a way in. And I spoke about giving thanks and be thankful to God for Christmas because I tell you what, He, as a holy God, as a just God, as a, as a loving God, had to navigate through all the legalities to get Jesus and into Mary so that He could come in like a Trojan horse. Mary was the Trojan horse that brought Jesus into planet Earth. And so that um, He could come and deliver us and redeem us. And uh, He was on a mission. 
And uh, he, in my first message, I, t- I talk about how he designed women so that, that he could do this very, uh, very uh, clandestine, amazing move and bring Jesus in uh, with a virgin birth, which is just amazing. And then we spoke about those who don't miss Christmas. And there's many that are just, are just so overwhelmed with the festivities that they were missing Christmas. And so we spoke about some of the people that miss Christmas on that very first uh, first Christmas, and then last week I spoke about the reality of Christmas and how we have this incredible um, opportunity to live in the fullness of what Christmas represents to us. And, uh, and this evening I just want to close it all off and speak about joy because of Christmas. And there's so much I want to unpack, but I'm going to keep it because we have kitties here. If the kitties make a noise, don't worry, we're a family church. Uh, we'll just wrap our ears around it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But I just want to say that um, joy is such, so emphasized at Christmas. It's emphasized now more than any other time of the year. I mean, it, it's expressed on notes and cards and, and greetings and advertisements and rapping and, and songs. Everywhere you look, there is the, the word joy expressed. And it is a wonderful distraction <laughs> to be able to stop and, and actually focus on the word joy and, and the meaning of joy. And, and the need of this season just to unclutter our lives from this year before we face the new year. And it's just a wonderful thing that culture has made this happen. And so um, we see that the, the carols, the decorations, the gifts, the family meals, all the setting just brings a joyous, joyous buzz into the air. And so wonderful. And I, to everybody who's buzzing, um, I don't know how much uh, fruits of the Spirit were in people today when they were trying to shop and try and get through the aisles in, 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 in Walmart. Um, it really took all the fruits of the Spirit to do your shopping today. But I want to say that Val- Valerie, my wife, those who don't know, loves decorating, loves Christmas, loves Christmas lights. Anything, every time we drive past anything that, that twinkles with lights and stuff like that, she just, just loves it. Uh, it's, it's her happy place. Um, Christmas and decorations. And so our decorations are up um, before Halloween. So, yeah. <laughs> just, this just this year. Okay. And then she put a nine foot tree up and didn't like it. So she got rid of it and found another nine foot tree and redecorated it again. So, yeah. So my, my house has been buzzing with festivity for a while now. Um, but Scripture goes along and supports this festive buzz, which, uh, which we have here. It emphasizes and amplifies the, the, the joy of Christmas. And, and it's mentioned over eight times just in the story about Jesus' birth, um, about joy. And so um, that, that, that good news on that first Christmas just ignited also the angels. The heavenly hosts came down. They bust the heavens open. The shepherds were totally uh, overwhelmed with joy with that whole thing. Mary and Joseph, obviously uh, having the child, understanding the promise that the angel came and told Mary and in Joseph's dream. And now suddenly they have Jesus right in their midst. And 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 then the wise men came coming across. So there was so much uh, jubilant joy happening right around this time. but um, as we all know, <laughs> that as the fest, uh, the, as high, um, how high the festive and the buzz, um, it dissipates so quickly on December 26th. 26th, boy, the, some people are on a mission to get the decorations down, the carols stop playing, I um, mean, and then you, and you, and you look again and the New Year's dawning and suddenly we realize, oh my gosh, carols are stopped, decorations have been stored, re-gifting is happening. Um, <laughs> 
the returns are being planned, Amazon's being swamped. Uh, the reality is uh, uh, when you look in the mirror, my goodness, I gained weight, and so the mirror doesn't lie, nor does your belt. Um, and so you realize that, and then you wake up to the inc- incredible overspending that you did as well. That, so the joy is dissipated quite quickly straight after that. And, uh, but, um, but, but I really think the season brings more happiness than it does true joy. And I want us to dis- differentiate between the happiness and joy because we really need to understand what joy is because joy is different. And so um, uh, joy is, is not the same as happiness. Happiness is based on happenings. When things are happening nicely, then you're happy. And um, so, but what is, what is joy? Well, we can, we can list a whole lot of things what joy is not. And it's a whole list of negative stuff of what joy is not. And so, um, but the truth is joy is not what we have. I want you to listen to this. Uh, folk this evening, joy is not what we have. Joy is knowing what we can't, that w- what can't be taken away from us. That's the true joy. What cannot be taken from us, we understand is true joy. And so when we have a look and, we, uh, and we, our job is taken from us, we understand that um, one can't be taken away from God and His purpose in our life. And when a relationship is taken, you understand that in God, his love and his relationship with you cannot be taken. And when our health falters and, and fails, you will know that, that, that the grace God will, uh, is, is gonna empower us to see us through that, that time. And, and Dave and Carol saw the incredible grace of God in, on Dave's life this, this past season as we, because as we, we realized that we're rooted in, 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 in a joy and that cannot be taken away from us. And even if our life is taken, we still win. Good. How good is that? Because we have eternal life and we've been promised. Happiness has a, an external source and, and it's temporary. It's all about what's happening around us and whether the, the temperature is nice or, or your experience is nice or, or what you, you're doing is nice and, it's, and then you're happy. But if that hasn't happened, then it's not. And so we've got to understand that um, joy is an internal and an eternal uh, a source. And if we get a, get a handle on that, man, we can be facing all these t- trials and challenges and face 2023 and understand that our joy will hold us steady, will hold us strong and pull us through because we thank God for Christmas. I was, uh, joy is wrapped in the confident knowing of whose, of whose we are. And when we wrapped in that, it's just amazing. And joy is not, it's, it's something that, that can't be taken from us. And what I realized and understood this when I listened to the story of Corrie ten Boom in, a, in, in, the, in, the, in the, um, um, the concentration camp, how in that misery of starvation and death and everything else, she could be rock solid in joy because there was something that concentration could not take away from her. That was a love and a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. That was rock solid for her. And it was the joy, the anchor that is her soul that pulled her through. And that's we've got to be aware of. Joy is, and uh, I, I saw this quote from uh, Kay, uh, Kay Warren, Rick Warren's wife. She wrote a book so, called jo- uh, um, Choose Joy. And says, yeah, this, and I think I've got it up here. It says, um, joy is the settled assurance that God is in control of every detail of, in my life. The quiet confidence that ultimately everything will be all right. And the, and, and the determined choice to praise God in all things. 
If, you, if you're in that church, you understand that you're rock solid in joy and that joy will pull us through. Paul writes this, and I, and I just put the, the scripture up, and it's 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, because I want you to memorize it. What a gift that'll be if you would memorize this whole verse for Christmas Eve. <laughs> Always be joyful. So it wasn't hard, so they always be joyful. Uh, and so I want to just say, being joyful is one thing. But when Paul writes, always be joyful, I think he would have, if you just dropped that word, that, that, that word, it would have been a lot more easy for us if we just said, be, just be joyful. No, he says, always be joyful. And so he's not going to ask us to do that if we're not empowered to do it or we don't have the ability to do it. And so can I be bold to say that all joy is, is rooted in Christmas? Emmanuel, that God is with us. And if we're rooted in that, um, then we understand that joy can take us through. Christmas brought joy. Christ came and established true joy, the joy that cannot be taken away. Joy carried Jesus through death and shame and, uh, to the other side of the cross. It says here in Hebrews 12 too, it says, for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, the shame, and went to the other side. Why? Because joy has an incredible internal and eternal power that holds us and pulls us through. And I hope to unpack that and make sure that we're rooted in that as we, as we press forward into 2023 going forward here. And so the joy, and, and so this joy will remain after December 25th. It will carry on. And it, yes, joy, this joy will carry us through the pain, it'll carry us through the heart, heartache, it'll carry us through the disappointments. And so we have a look at the first Christmas. Some of those uh, characters that encountered Christmas, that very first Christmas, um, had an encounter of joy that changed their life forever. And I want us to just have a look at it. Uh, joy is a God thing. I want to just say that. Happiness is kind of some earthly thing that we do, but joy is a God thing. Joy is something that God roots in us and God does with us and, and, and He does through us. Nehemiah 8 to 10 says, For the joy of the Lord is our strength. Man, if we can, if we can be rock solid on God's joy, it's a, then, then, then we'll, we'll be able to pull ourselves through. True joy comes when this information I'm giving you or the information that you find turns into a revelation. Then it'll become a transformation in your life and then we can, you, you become like a cork, church. No matter what comes your way, pushes you down, you just pop back up. That's what joy needs to be in your life. You need to be so solid in it. Let's have a look at the, shepherd, the shepherds encountering uh, 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 the, the joy that first Christmas. The shepherd is, I mean, it's a real boring job. Sheep on a normal day just amble around, just munching away. And they're really not exciting little animals. They just kind of mosey around. Just imagine watching sheep when they sleep at night. And... <laughs> So however boring your life is, I want to just tell you that joy can impact it and stir it up and wake it up like it woke these, these, these shepherds up while they were just hanging around watching, tending their sheep. And I want to just read the scripture. Luke 2 verse 8 says, that night there was sheep, shepherds staying in the, in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared. Among them, and the, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel assured them, don't be afraid. Because I know that those, those, those shepherds can get up to no, no good. So I'm sure their whole world flashed before them as this angel appeared. They said, don't be afraid, because I bring you good news 
that will bring great joy to all people. Man, that, that, that perked them up. The verse goes on to in verse 11, it says, The Saviour, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem and, and, the, and the city of David. And you will recognise Him by this, this sign. You will find Him, find, find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of clothes, lying in a manger. The information of that angel was good news and it brought great joy. I wanna just tell you about that joy that day. That joy is the same joy that is here right now. That same joy is available right now that, that, he, that, that uh, the angel announced. It's not somewhere else. So when you go into a mall and you, the first thing I need to do when Val's wanting to shop is where are we in this mall? Because I have to get the direction. So you go to one of those maps and says, you are here. I wanna just tell you, joy is here. You don't have to go to Jerusalem to find joy. You don't have to go anywhere else to find joy. Joy is right here, right now. And that's, that is good news. And it needs to be a revelation for us because we don't need to search for it anywhere else. And that very first Christmas announced that today a child is born. Today. So it means the joy is here because he brought joy to the earth. It was good news of great joy. And the wonderful news is it was for all people. And that is good, good news. It wasn't uh, for the future somewhere, going to give you this, this news for some, uh, some future. No, it wasn't for a select group. It wasn't for a color. It wasn't for a gender. It wasn't for a culture. It was for all people. That, whoo, it's happy news. Happy news. Because Christmas is joy and it's now and it's right here, right now for us. And so we need to walk in it. We need to jump into it. We need to embrace it. We need to understand it. And uh, wherever you find yourself in life, I wanna just tell you, God will break through and bring joy right there. If you get a revelation and understanding that wherever you just draw a circle around and say, this is where joy is. Joy is a choice. Joy is something that you release within you. It's something that's internal. It's not something that's external. It's not about the weather. It's not about what you have, what your bank account looks like. Nothing like that. Joy is, is, is with you. It's in you. And I, you can draw it out. And I, and, I, and I want you to do that. Wherever you find yourself, joy is right there. Christ came. His life, His death, His resurrection gave salvation, forgiveness, and righteousness. So joy can make it make it its way right into your heart, right into your life if you respond to Him. Because John 1.12 says, But to all who believed Jesus and accepted Him, God gave the right to become children of God. So we have access. We have God that has access right into our lives. And so we need to understand that. And it's the Holy Spirit that empowers us to have this joy. This joy is something that is deep within us. It's eternal, um, it's internal, and it's Holy Spirit. Because when, when Jesus, um, after his resurrection, he spoke to the disciples, he breathed on them, and he says, receive the Holy Spirit. And it's in that Holy Spirit that that joy comes. So when we respond to Christ, and our lives are given to Christ, then we are made righteous because he's forgiven us. And when we're made righteous, his Holy Spirit can come and abide within us. And when he comes and abides within us, the joy, Joy comes with it. It's a package deal. It's a wonderful thing when you're un uh, unpacking some of these gifts and you realize that there is another package within a package. The package of Jesus Christ comes with Holy Ghost and with Holy Ghost comes joy and, and comes with a whole lot more. And I'm going to unpack that. Don't get ahead of yourself, Rod. Hallelujah. 
joy is because the Holy Spirit is residing in us. The other thing I want us to look at is joy compels one to tell. It compels one to tell. You cannot hang on to this good news and be quiet. There's no snow ways. Well, you saw, the, saw the, these little meek and mild shepherds. Look what happened to them. Uh, Luke 2, 2 verse 17 says, after seeing Jesus, baby that was wrapped in a manger, the shepherds told everyone that, that, uh, what had happened. They couldn't help themselves. So you can't believe it. This, these angels pitched up while we're just hanging around in the field. Blew us away, told us about this good news. We went and it was as they said. And I saw it. What the angel had said to them about the child. And all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. I want to tell you, when you present the good news to a needy dying world, I want to tell you that people want to hear that good news. They want to hear the good news. And when, and when they hear it, because I want to tell you, church, it's not a sin issue anymore. Jesus paid all our sins, past, present, and future. It's a relational issue now. Do you accept Jesus or don't you? And He wants you so much that He, that he, that he went to Calvary for that. The, the joy of the good news compels you to tell that once I was lost, but now I am found. I was blind, but now I see. I was sick and now I'm healed. I was lame, but now I walk. I tell you, the goodness of God is there to tell you that, um, that um, the good news is, is for us and for each one of us today. And it's good to have good news today. Man, I love to get good news. In this broken world, man, I love to get good news. That's why testimonies are so powerful. It just displays the goodness of God. You cut, you, the number of healings and people's lives restored and, and health and, and deliverance that's happened in this, this family, this past year, just absolutely is worth every kind of pain it's taken to, to plant a church in, in America. I tell you, it's, taken every, it's worth every ounce of pain to see pe God, God touch people's lives and see people deliver. It's been worth every moment. And so people, whew, we need to be captured by this truth of joy. There's something about good news of great joy. You know, when you get told somebody has asked has won the lottery, that's good news. But when they tell you you've won the lottery, that's great news. Great, great, great news. Great news of great joy. I want to just say that. I want to just tell you that we're all winners. We've all won the lotto. The lotto is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. Yes, today we have the good news available to us. Yes, today that relationship's available to each one of us. Jesus has come. Jesus has saved us. Jesus has forgiven us. And I want to ask you today, have you received him? Have you received him? Because if not, he's just a prayer away. Just invite him into your life. He'll hold your hand and walk with you. He will, he will, he will walk you into your, your purpose and your destiny. He will root you in joy that will hold you and pull you through every storm. And he'll, be on, he'll hold you all the way through and he'll be with you on the other side. And I wanna just invite you, if you haven't prayed and invited Jesus into your life, right now is a good time. The gift is available today. And man, if we're talking about gifts and Christmas, this is a good time. And so as a church, we're going to pray out loud. And if you feel that, that, that God is saying, come, come home, 
come on home. This is a good, I tell you, I've had, I've had people get, give their life to Christ in Christmas. It's the best present you'll ever get in your life is when Christ comes into your life. So let's just bow our heads before I finish the last point. Let's just bow our heads and just give it a, God an opportunity just to, to invite some of those that want to pray. And so if, if that's you and you want to respond and just invite Jesus into your life, just pray this prayer as a church. We'll pray it out loud and, and, and just allow Jesus to come into your life. Give him permission to be in your life. So it so says, Jesus, I believe that you're the Son of God, that you died on that cross for me. Today I say thank you. Today I say thank you for, for paying for my sins. And today I invite you into my life and ask you to be my Lord, to be my leader, to be my forgiver. In Jesus' name. Amen, 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 amen. I just want to say, if you pray that prayer, contact me, tell me. Just write in one of those Bill Connect cards. Yes, I prayed. Put your name there, give your number, and I want to just, I want to call you. I want to talk to you and just say, man, you've just stepped into the kingdom of God. And I tell you what, you have joy unspeakable coming your way. Be warned, be warned. And the last thought I want to just leave with you is that joy is a journey. And I want to tell you that, man, this, this, this joy is not a walk in the park because I tell you what, every obstacle will try and stop you, will press you in every which way. But as you grow with maturity in God, as you grow to understand and get more of a revelation of who God is, I tell you what, you start standing firm and you say, well, not today, devil, not today. And you, will, and you allow the joy to anchor your soul. So this Christmas, I want to give you that news. But Matthew 2.10, it's amazing. Luke 2.10 talks about the joy of the shepherd. Luke 2, 2, 10, uh, Matthew 2.10 talks about the joy of the wise men. Let me just read it to you here. And so when they saw, this is the wise men. These are the royal astronomers that came from the east. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. This is not happiness. This is the joy I'm talking about. This is Talking about deep, eternal. These guys were studying and looking at, at the stars. And when they saw, they had some information that this star was going to appear. And when they saw it, it became a revelation that the king of the Jews is being born. The one that's going to save the world. Was being born. Became a revelation to these guys. They packed their camels and headed out and took them two years to get to where they were going. There was a journey towards seeing the joy in that manger. But it wasn't in the manger, he was a toddler already, running around the, running around the neighborhood when, when, when they finally got there. And so they were filled with joy, and they entered the house, and they saw the child. I want to tell you, when you see Jesus, something happens. The revelation brings transformation in your life. With his mother, Mary, and they bowed down, and they worshipped him. You see the transformation already? We don't know what these royal astronomers believed who they worshipped. But when they walked in and they, 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 they noticed Jesus, they saw Jesus, and that information had become revelation and it transformed them and they bowed their knee and they worshipped. And they worshipped, opened their hearts and also opened their treasures. And they opened their treasure chests and they gave, them, gave him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. I want to just tell you that this information about the Savior, the King, the great God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, it transforms you. It transforms you. I responded when I heard that good news in a school hall back in Africa when I was in my 18s. 
I got this news because I knew if Jesus pitched up, like the angel pitched up with a shepherd, I would be in trouble because I did not know what to do with the sin issue because I wasn't a good boy. I wasn't one of these goody two-shoes that I knew I was going to have issues when I got. And then I got the good news that he had paid the price and I could respond to his love and I bowed my knee and prayed. This journey with Christ anchored the joy in my life, anchored me in joy because it was an internal and an eternal thing. It's something that cannot be taken away from you, church. Happiness is an external thing, but this joy is an internal source. And I want to just say that, having the joy of, 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 of traveling with, with a, 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 a real father in my life, Dave Cape. And uh, it was just before the elections um, in South Africa when, when President Mandela came in and um, Dave was taking his cross and bowl and he went to the four corners of the nation to pray. And I had the privilege of going to, with Dave to the west coast of South Africa where he did a long walk along the road and we would go out during the day and, um, and, and pray all the way along the, the stretch of road right up to the border, the river, the, the Orange River. And uh, we would come back to the travel trailer and, and bed down for the night. And the next day we'll go out again. We came back and, and the grill, our grill, that our source of cooking food for the night was, was uh, taken by somebody that felt it looked better in their house or their, their establishment. And so um, I, I, I learned something from Dave Kate that day. He looked at it and he says, oh, you can't steal my, you can steal my goods, but you're not stealing my joy. So he went to the, his travel trailer, opened up the, 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 the trunk at the back and pulled out another one. I'll tell you what, eh? if there is anybody that's a cork in his faith, that just you push Dave Cape down, he just pops back up. And, and, it, and it, it was a lesson to me that you cannot allow the joy stealer to come and steal your joy. If he steals your joy, he's got your goods. And you need to be like a cork. You need to just keep bouncing back and say no. So this Christmas, allow that joy to be the, rock, the, the, the foundation that you walk in. And that you, that you, yes, life will try and block and try and hinder and try and deplete the joy. But I tell you what, you stay plugged into fellowship. You stay plugged into to God's word. You stay plugged into prayer. It generates that joy. And say, when you look at it and say, nah, not today, devil. You ain't going to steal my joy. You're not going to take my goods today. And that's what you've got to do. You've got to just realize that in Christ. And I want to just leave you with, with some of the truth from the word to, so you understand why I say it's an internal thing that happens. I'd say when you invite Jesus into your life, the Holy Spirit comes and takes residence within it. And then uh, Paul writes in Galatians 5, and 23, he says that the, the Holy Spirit comes with a fruit basket and he, be, and he has fruit that would, 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 would be allowed if we would allow that fruit to permeate out of our, it's called the fruits of the Spirit. There are nine listed there. But let me give it to you this way. There is only one fruit basket, it's called love. And out of that love basket comes joy, comes peace, comes, uh, comes, uh, comes um, all, the, all the fruits, the patience, the kindness, the goodness, the gentleness, uh, and the self-control. So when you press that basket of love, what comes out? is joy. What comes out is peace. What comes out is, 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 th is that fruit. And God's saying, would you allow Holy Spirit to permeate your life with those fruits? And when you do that, you will see that joy will hold you steady. 
joy that we, that we experience at Christmas will hold you steady. So when I looked at, the, at Romans chapter eight, when Paul talks about what can separate us from the love of God, I put, because it's a part of the love basket, peace, uh, joy, I, mean, I, I said this, I am convinced, verse 38, I'm convinced that nothing can separate us from God's joy. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fear of today or our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's joy. No power in the sky above and in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the joy of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. You talk about rock solid in joy. That's what we need, eh? Hallelujah. So I'll close with this, church. The joy we believers walk in is because of Christmas. Emmanuel, God is with us. Joy is here. Joy compels us to tell, but joy is a journey as well. Wrestle and fight for joy to be in your foundation. God's joy cannot be taken. Amen. Amen. Musicians, if I could ask you to come and just join us, thank you. I think it'd be good for us to crack a song before we leave. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me pray for you because I really want God to just overwhelm you with joy. No matter what you're looking at, say, God, well within me, the joy that I can face what I have to face. Concerns about 2023, allow the joy to be your foundation. Allow the joy. When people walk past you and say, I want what he has. I want what she has. Why? Because joy is so inviting. Joy. You're not walking around like you've been sucking on lemons. You're walking around because, man, no matter what the enemy will throw at you, no matter what life will throw at you, joy holds you rock solid. So allow me just pray for you. And then we're going to stand and we're going to sing. And then we're going to go and give each other a presents and hugs and loves and blessings for, the, for, for our, our, our days and our weeks that lie ahead. Some of us are traveling and all those and some are visiting for the very first time. So Father, I thank you. I thank you that you have allowed Christmas to come where your son could be born and that you, a Savior could come and save us and that we could have Holy Spirit to root us and ground us in joy, that the joy of the Lord be our strength. And Father, we thank you for that. I thank you that you by your Holy Spirit can do more than my words can ever do. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you move in amongst each person, that you are stirring up joy joy unspeakable and full of glory, joy that Father will, will, will not allow the enemy to rob them, joy that will, will rise up and, 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 and permeate, that will compel them to tell. And Father, that they would live in that joy now and here, right here, right now, my God. Every step they take, that they will take it in you, that they walk in, in the joy of the Lord. And we thank you for that, my God. I thank you that you'd bless them as we celebrate our, 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 our Christmas hours together as family, Father and friends. We thank you that you would be so present at the table at, at our meal, so present in our fellowship, so present in our walking and our talking, my God, that we would understand that the joy Joy is our foundation. And Father, we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, all God's people said, amen, amen and amen. Thank you, Fred. Amen. Let's stand together.
from the bottom of my heart. Let's tell your neighbor. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Feliz. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, prospero ano y felicidad. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, prospero. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. One more, we wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. We want to wish. 